from the Old Testament comes from the prophet Isaiah, from the 58th chapter, verses 1 through 12. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interests on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I chose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I chose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own kin? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard." Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness, and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. This is the word of the Lord. When Scripture says, lift your voice up like a trumpet, um, you can ask my family, sometimes when I'm doing home repairs, I lift my voice like a trumpet. <laughs> we love having a house. We love having something that we're not renting and that we can do work in, such as when the um, exhaust fan in the bathroom is running at 155 decibels every time you turn it on, and you would like something quieter. So you go to the store and you find a box that says replacement fan, and you go, good, this should be easy to take out the old fan and put the new one in. When you open the instructions, it says, for new installation, meaning... When you are building the house, you install it before you put the drywall up in the ceiling, okay? Let me rephrase that. There's a hole you cut in the ceiling to put the fan in. 
where you mount it is beyond the size of the hole that you need to make. So when you go to take out the one, guess what? You can't get to the nails that are holding it in place. So you look at the instructions some more, and it says, replacement fan, follow these instructions. Guess what? The instructions were the exact same as installing a brand new fan with the first caveat of, take out the old fan. <laughs> Perhaps I was able to lift my voice up like a trumpet. <clears throat> now, that being said, the one thing that I did tell my wife before I turned on the power and tried the fan was, if that fan is not at least three times quieter than the one I just replaced, and I didn't finish the sentence, I'm happy to report that it's about five times quieter than the one I replaced, so we're good so far. Now, you probably were following along. The hole that I put it in is smaller than the hole you need to mount it properly. None of you engineers should go look at what I did. <laughs> None of you home inspectors should look at what I did. It's ingenious, it's beautiful, you'll never know the difference, but I do. Lift your voice like a trumpet. Now, you may also remember that I'm a tuba player, I'm a trombone player. I don't want to lift my voice like a trumpet. They're high-pitched and whiny. I want to lift my voice booming. I want to lift my voice loud. Fill the space. But today's scriptures, today's scriptures are... God's reclaiming us. God's reclamation of the people of Israel. God's reclamation of those who are called to be disciples in Christ. The prophet Isaiah is told to lift his voice like a trumpet to call out to the people that they will hear and know. Make it clear to them because here's what's happened. The people have become extremely righteous. But make sure you hear the right version of righteous. They worship. They go to worship all the time and they say, look at us, we're worshiping, look how good we are. Oh look, we're fasting, look at how good we fast, God. They're trying to get God's attention and saying, look how righteous we are that we are going to church all the time, that we're saying how sorry we are to you all the time, God. Why, why God, won't you hear us and give us what we want? We're, we're doing what you said. We're going to church. We're being really righteous. Look at our own piety. Look at how good we are at following your, your rules and regulations. 
that's that question part right at the beginning of those Isaiah verses where the people are going to God, why aren't we getting what we want? So God tells the prophet, explain it to them. Help them understand something. So the prophet says, yes, you all are going to church. You all are being great and religious, and that's wonderful. But there's a problem, you see. For you to do that, you have put a yoke that is unbearable upon those whom you have hired and those whom are your slave servants. You have made their lives miserable so that you can practice what you want to do. Here's a problem for you. You have turned your religiosity into a challenge to others. Can I be more religious than you? You've pointed your fingers at others and said, you're not as good as I am. You've pointed your fingers at others and said, you're not doing it the right way. The people had gotten complacent. They believed that everything had already been done that needed to be done in the world and that they just needed to go to church and that was it. And going to church, going into this moment of worship, all they had to do was make sure that they were showing that they were more religious than someone else and that God would take care of everything. So God reminds the people, You think you're following the law, but the law also commands of you, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, give shelter to those who are without home. Do not turn your back on your own kin. And I want you to hear that for just a second, because it isn't just don't turn your back on your immediate family, right? All of Israel was family. The problem had become that the religious were so in step with making sure that they were doing the right thing that they just said, someone else will take care of the problem. And God reminds them through the prophet, you are the ones called to solve the problem. We can get trapped into that same thing where just going to worship on Sunday fulfills all righteousness. But that's why Jesus, in speaking to his disciples, says, you are a light. You are the light. Jerusalem is a city on a hill, a city that can't be hidden The kingdom of Christ is a city on a hill, a city that cannot be hidden. Christ says, let this light shine. Be visible. Make the kingdom known. And as my grandfather, who was a fire chief, and I know there are a few other firefighters in here, you appreciate Jesus' fire prevention tip. When you light a candle, don't put a bushel basket on top of it. 
yes, you may hide the light for a little bit, but here's the funny thing about trying to hide fire. Eventually it finds its way out. And you will be left with nothing. Jesus is reclaiming the words of the prophet, reclaiming God's words yet again. The law is not being thrown away. The law is to be fulfilled. And I, Christ, am fulfilling it. And I am fulfilling it not by going to church every Sunday, but I am fulfilling it by living into the world to take care of the hungry, to clothe the naked, to give shelter to the homeless. It's a long calling that has been the calling of the people of God from the very beginning of the covenant. And it's a calling that we as the people of God have wrestled with for ages and we come and go, we do it better at times than at others and we ebb and flow through it. But the prophet's voice is lifted. The prophet's voice is ever coming at us. And when we won't listen to the prophet, it's Christ who raises his voice and says, fulfill the law. Love God. Love one another. Honor and glory to the Lord on high and service to your neighbor. Amen.